Welcome to Daily Defining Moments. This is Pastor Allen, and I'm so glad you're with me. Our goal each day is to help you open your Bible and connect with Jesus. Remember, before I begin my day, God has something to say. We're reading through the New Testament portion of the one-year Bible in the New Living Translation. Today is April 10th, and our reading comes from Luke chapter 13, beginning in verse 22. Here's what it says. Jesus went through the towns and villages teaching as he went, always pressing on towards Jerusalem. Someone asked him, Lord, will only a few be saved? Jesus replied, work hard to enter the narrow door to God's kingdom. For many will try to enter, but will fail. When the master of the house has locked the door, it will be too late. You will stand outside knocking and pleading, Lord, open the door for us. But he'll reply, I don't know you or where you come from. Then you will say, but we ate and drank with you and you taught in our streets. And he will reply, I tell you, I don't know you or where you come from. Get away from me, all you who do evil. There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. For you will see Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and all the prophets in the kingdom of God. But you will be thrown out, and people will come from all over the world, from east and west, north and south, to take their places in the kingdom of God. And note this, some who seem least important now will be the greatest then, and some who seem greatest now will be least important then. Boy, this is a sobering passage. It reminds me of the story in the Old Testament of Noah. And the Bible says that God came to Noah and said, there's going to be a flood. I'm going to judge the world. I'm going to destroy the world. I want you to build an ark. And the Bible says it took Noah a hundred years to build that huge boat. And during the hundred years, Noah preached to his world about God's coming judgment. But people refused to repent, refused to turn to God. And sure enough, Noah and his family and the animals got on the boat and the rain began to fall. The world began to flood. And I'm sure people are beating on the boat, but it's too late. And Jesus is saying in the very same way, there's a day coming when God's mercy and patience and grace runs out and judgment begins. And when that moment gets here, it'll be too late. So somebody asked Jesus, are only a few going to be saved? In Matthew's gospel, Jesus says it this way. It's even more plain. He says, wide, broad is the road, the gate that leads to destruction. And many find it. Many go there. But narrow is the way. Narrow is the gate that leads to eternal life. Why? Because there's only one way, and that's through a relationship with Jesus. And the truth is, today in our world, there are a lot of people who have heard the truth, but they've rejected the truth. In fact, they've rejected what they know is true because they don't want to come under the authority of Jesus. It's rarely an intellectual issue It's usually an issue of the will, a matter of their heart. I don't want Jesus to be in charge, so I've rejected the truth. And Jesus said, the day is coming when I'll return, when judgment will begin. And at that moment, people will begin to cry out for mercy. Jesus says, then it'll be too 
late. So listen, this is why it is so important for us to continue to preach the gospel, to tell people about Jesus, and listen, to live in such a way that our life becomes the aroma of Christ and really attracts people to relationship with God when we're flourishing, when our relationships are flourishing, when our family is flourishing, because we're building our life on the Word of God, and God is empowering us to live a blessed life and to flourish, then people around us see that. In fact, I think in today's culture, this is becoming more and more clear. You look around at our world, and everybody who's open-minded and open-hearted, they can see what the world is proposing is failing us. And what they ought to be able to see when they look at us, the church, the followers of Jesus, they ought to be able to see what they're doing is working. Look at their families. Look at their relationships. Look at their peace. Look at the way they love people. Man, there is something distinct and unique and very unusual about them, and it attracts them to relationship with Jesus. That's how we need to live our life so that our life is a witness that people would see our good works and glorify our Father in heaven. Then the last thing that he says is that some who are great now will be least then, and some who appear least now will be great then. The idea here is religion. And the danger of religion is religion is usually a substitute for a genuine relationship with God. Religion is what I'm doing to try and earn a relationship with God. And those things typically give me status in this world. And Jesus says, yeah, you might have some status in this world. You're religious now. But one day when you stand before me, I'll say, depart from me. You were religious, but I did not know you. And then there are other people who have no status, but in their humility, they've opened their heart to Jesus. Their relationship with God is very genuine. The truth is, when you're around them, it is very attractive, encouraging, refreshing. And Jesus says, those people that don't seem to be much now in the kingdom, we will see their greatness. So let me point out one more thing, because I know for us emotionally, the idea that so many people are rejecting the truth and and could spend eternity separated from God, man, that's an emotionally challenging thing for us to wrestle with. In fact, our culture wants to say all roads lead to the same place. Jesus made it clear there's one road to heaven. All the other roads lead to the same place, but it's not to God. But here's what you need to know. It's true that many will reject the truth, but it's also true Jesus has made salvation, forgiveness, new life, paradise, heaven. He's made all of that available to us all. God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son so that whosoever would believe would not perish, but have everlasting life. So man, let's share that with everybody that we know and love and invite them to follow Jesus. Let me pray for you. God, we thank you for salvation. We thank you for the good news. We thank you for making it known to us. God, we thank you for the gift of faith that has been birthed in our heart. We thank you for the meaningful relationship we have with you. We thank you that we're learning to be with you. 
and we're becoming more and more like you so that just like you, Lord, we can go into our world with good news, pointing people to Jesus. Lord, help us to do it. God, I pray that as you help us to become like Jesus, that our lives would be a fragrance, the fragrance of Christ that would draw people to you, point people to you. God, empower us, anoint us to do it. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Man, I hope this helped you today. I'm so glad you're with us. Man, remember, before I begin my day, God has something to say. We'll see you again tomorrow.